0: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. A wonderful opportunity today to check the pulse of Christian mission activity in a South Asian nation with a population more than 160 million people. The setting is challenging, with 74 identifiable ethnic groups, when the major religion is Islam and the official language is Bengali, where natural disasters are frequent, poverty is widespread, and you're trying to grow a Christian church. Well, Our next guest is based in Bangladesh and sees his nation as a land of opportunity to share the good news about Christ. Peter Mazumdar is General Secretary of the Bible Students Fellowship of Bangladesh. It's part of the International Fellowship of Evangelical Students. They're operating, in, they're operating in something like 161 countries around the world, a ministry that's also operating in universities here in Australia. Peter Mazumdar, a special welcome back to 2020. Thank you. Peter, in a nutshell... How are
1: things in Bangladesh today? Thank you. Actually, now after COVID, everything is now, we are catching up. And uh, all this economy disrupted, especially for during the COVID. But now we are catching up everything. And we are going a normal life like that. All the peoples are coming and university, college, Everything just now opened. And we also started our um, conferences, evangelistic meetings, missions emphasis week, everything in persons. So in
0: Bangladesh under COVID, what happened to the education system? Because you're working on university campuses, what happened during COVID?
1: During COVID, uh, last few months, I think they just stopped everything, but now new adventures there, especially the Zoom. We have some opportunity to start the classes, university, colleges and schools. Now, Bangladesh, a difficult place to work
0: for Christians because there is uh, the, pre- the predominant religion is Islam. And in fact, on the World Watch list of open doors, they list Bangladesh number 29. So it's actually rising up the list in the top 50 nations that persecute Christians. Is that something that's obvious on campus?
1: The campus actually, it's not very much um, problem for us, especially if you don't share the gospel among college and university students, we are fine. As soon we just share the gospel directly, the persecution uh, mentally and physically starts. Otherwise, we are... Able to share the gospel, even villages, even non-Christians, especially those who are Hindus, Buddhist, and en- those who are enemies,
0: tribals. So the outreach often happens to people who are non-Islamic. Yes. Because as soon as you start to share the gospel with people who are Islamic, you cross a line, and what's the risk here? A- arrest. Uh, what's the risk? Is there uh, something dangerous that you would be confronted by?
1: Especially uh, Muslim groups, they think that Christians, we are enemies like that. Because they, from the beginning, uh, they have different kind of call madrasa, And from the madrasa, childhood, they are teaching about Christians are the enemy of Muslims. Especially they don't accept the trinity and concept and sonship of Jesus Christ. So that is the reason uh, it is really difficult to explain about Jesus and explain about our Christianity to them because their mindset always in negative. But at the other hand, those who are Hindu, Buddhist, tribal and other groups, they are really receptive to the gospel. That's why in ratio, so many um, minority groups are coming to the Lord in an easier way. Even when you are
0: sharing the gospel across those groups that are non-Islamic, is there a filtering through? Do people who have grown up under Islam, are they questioning what's happening? Are they seeking after an understanding of what
1: Christianity is like? Especially, you know, these Hindus, they have like millions and millions of gods and goddesses and they don't have any kind of answer for that. And while they come to the Lord, it is easy for us to share the gospel and especially the Muslims are not care about that. So the Muslim groups and compared to Pakistan, we are not very much, uh, they are not very much aggressive to us. Even the minority groups. So
0: they're not aggressive towards the Christians. We might breathe a sigh of relief Mm. there. But Bangladesh as a whole, how are things going by way of Christian mission? Because I remember an earlier conversation with you some years ago, where you suggested that somehow other mission agencies often overlooked Bangladesh and they might be sending missionaries to India or Pakistan or other South Asian nations, but Bangladesh getting overlooked. Is
1: that still the case? Uh, Now, you know, you said that the missionaries, the word, now there is no opportunity to bring the missionaries in Bangladesh, especially uh, all the visas are closed for the missionaries, like missionary visas. So, we don't call as a mission, but they come as as an expatriate to mission hospitals as a doctor or nurse or any school area that other area that they come for NGO workers. Like that way, they are uh, allowed to come. That's why um, they have a hidden agenda to share the gospel, especially many Koreans. They are coming as a businessman. Lots of garments factories in Bangladesh, so that way they come and they are doing the some indirect evangelism through us. But missionary, that word is now fully uh, impossible and close. Missionary visa also closed. Which I might say uh, increases
0: your value all the more because there you are working in Bangladesh. You've been doing that now for more than 30 years. You recognize the culture and you're working there with university students. Uh, there's also one of your projects that you're working on, of course, is Bible translation. And with 74 different ethnic groups that are at uh, that are functioning in Bangladesh, uh, that means you've got a big job ahead of you, just getting even the New Testament in the hands of the people.
1: Yes, you are right. And as an organization Bible Students Fellowship of Bangladesh we are not able to do everything but we uh, the with the help of SIL Bangladesh Bible Society we just sit together as a partner we just identify 4 groups is needed uh, from this um, um, out of 74 and we are working Bible Society is working and another 4-5 groups are working in order to accomplish our task even Bible Society has given some kind of um, target that uh, 2038 we need to finish all these uh, ethnic groups and that's why they cannot do so we are working as a team Bible Society SIL and other organization and Bible Students Fellowship of Bangladesh together <laughs> How important is this project?
0: And you're talking about four different translations and out of 74 that might be necessary ultimately. And so when we talk about uh, Bible translation and whether that's actually getting the scriptures into the hands of every language group, well, we know that that's not happening because there needs to be a whole lot more in Bangladesh. But you've got SIL and Wycliffe. They're working on these translations. How quick is it to get a translation out?
1: (laughs) Actually... It's not an easy work and uh, be, uh, practically if I say it is really hard work. Day and nights, our team is working like 23 of our staff is serving but it's not enough. We need more partner in Bangladesh in order to accomplish the task by 2038 and it's uh, it's a dream actually. I don't know but we are praying and we are moving forward. And uh, we are uh, just praying that God may help us to compl- accomplish our task. And as you're saying,
0: it's now more difficult than ever for a missionary to actually go to work in Bangladesh. And so those coming from outside to help with the Bible translation process, that's actually a bigger challenge than ever. So you've got to work with nationals within mm-hmm. Bangladesh in all of those different cultural and language groups to be able to make those Bible projects happen.
1: Yes, but still uh, those are outsiders, especially weekly people, seed company, they come as a visitor. They get the visitor visa for one month and they come for three weeks each time and four times a year they are helping. Still, we need some consultant, which really in Bangladesh, not a single consultant we are so that's why we need some people from Wycliffe Australia, Wycliffe Singapore, weekly Philippines and also some other countries as well as seed company who are sending their consultant in order to finish our task. Because the
0: process of translating the Bible into different languages, and I know that SIL and they, and Wycliffe, they take their work very seriously, and there are checks and balances, and as you say, there are consultants, and the way you interpret Scripture and bring it into another culture is... You don't want to have the wrong translation because you could affect generations into the future. So you've got to get it right straight away, haven't you?
1: Yes, of course. that's why the uh, before consultant checking, we have a facilitators. facilitators used to help the back translation, then it goes to the community. Community again, they just uh, give their opinion and all since we are working with all churches. So it's come back, then consultant checking. Again, to go back to the community. That way, we want to do a fantastic job in order to bless the ethnic groups that they can use the Bible and they can use their Bible in their mother tongue and many people come to know the Lord. Peter, come back to on campus at
0: university, the people you're working with, uh, the team that you're working alongside reaching out, discipling, running Bible classes.
1: How does all that look? It, now, actually, it's very much um, encouraging that many young groups, those who are actually going to the university and colleges, and now it is we have 2,206 students. Every week they come to different location. We have 100 18 Bible study groups all over Bangladesh. And we are really encouraged to see that they have hunger for the Lord. But the, by ratio, Catholic students we are not able to get because their church administration, uh, they are just stuck by their uh, father and bishops. And That way we need to work out. But still uh, we are hopeful. We are serving 32 denominations in a student ministry. And we are hopeful. Out of that, still 300 Christian students are coming from the Catholic Church. So we are very much encouraged through this ministry. You can certainly
0: be encouraged. The numbers are fabulous. And the passion that the students have, how do you describe how hungry they are for learning God's Word, learning leadership, and participating in the mission that you're involved
1: in? Say, for example we have a Bible study groups like we have a five questions and this question is three special components like observation, interpretation and application. The five question we supposed to finish within 40 minutes. But the students are so enthusiastic that they continue their conversation one hour 30 minutes. So by seeing that kind of enthusiasm, I just feel they are really hunger for the lord and want to know more about uh, the bible and over your 30 years involvement in this ministry
0: you would have seen a lot of graduates uh, go out into their communities Mm -hmm. around bangladesh and perhaps even around the world making a difference uh how how does that happen can you you got a a story or two for us
1: yes several stories now like world Concern bangladesh he was our student in 1976 So he said that my spiritual growth has been built up through this Bible Students Fellowship of Bangladesh. That's why I'm standing. At the same time, he was the NGO director of World Concern. At the same time, he is serving as a pastor in local church. And if you go all over Bangladesh, you see all the second line leaders and NGO leaders came from our organization. So this is wonderful to see that the out, of this ministry that many organizations' leaders are Bible-based and christ centers They are serving the Lord in different um,
0: organizations. Peter Mazumder is our guest. He's General Secretary of the Bible Students Fellowship of Bangladesh. Now, Peter, we've been talking about the process going through getting four translations of the New Testament, four languages out of 74, that need to be actually having the Bible in their language, by October 2024, you'll be looking forward
1: to a huge celebration because that's the goal. Yes. Uh, This is our 50-year celebration of the ministry we began in 1974. Uh, That's why it will be a big celebration. We are inviting from South Asia, all General Secretaries and IFES General Secretary South Asia Regional Secretary and Wycliffe uh, Global Alliance and Wycliffe Australia and Seed Company, all will come together to celebrate the God's goodness. At the same time, we'll be inaugurating four New Testament for four ethnic groups. You're in
0: Australia. And yes, you are asking for help to make that happen because that's a deadline October 2024, and there is some support that's required from people who have skills in Bible translation and skills uh, not only uh, in uh, doing those practical things but also looking for some friends to be able to support that financially because it's a huge task getting four translations of the Bible out for the people. A 50-year celebration. At the same time, you're looking to build the Living Waters Centre. What's that?
1: Actually, you know, the place we are living in Bangladesh, there is no Christian conference center near the Dhaka city where we can do our praise and worship in openly. So in 2007, God has given a vision to establish a center called Living Water Center. By the grace of God, now we are able to accommodate more than 250 people but our prayer that by 2024, we'll celebrate 50 years. That time, I just trying to build a big conference hall where 800 seated um, capacity, all the students we cannot bring, but selected student uh, will come and graduates will come and some guests will come to celebrate. At the same time, it will continue for Uh, the availability for other churches who are looking for a big conference hall and or the accommodation. So Living Water Centre will be an ideal place, which is 10 miles from the international airports, 10 miles distance. Peter,
0: this is something we Aussies sometimes grapple with, how the kingdom of God advances. And here you are, visiting us here in Australia, 30 years experience working on the coalface in a dangerous nation where there are lots of different diverse communities, diverse language groups, and you've got this project, getting these four Bible translations ready, getting a conference center so that you can have a gathering for praise and worship. This is a very significant thing. How do you see your role in bringing the kingdom of God into the nation of Bangladesh?
1: Especially I love to see that I'm working serving a student ministry and I would like to be a channel of blessings not for me, our organization. I will be uh, available bless all the Bangladesh denomination, all the churches, especially at present we are serving 32 but we can bless all the churches in Bangladesh. So I'm seeing a big vision that this center will be available for all Christians who are in minority group but give a big impact for the nations.
0: And it's not just about reaching out across cultures, across language groups on campus. You've also got this mentoring program where you're wanting to see leaders raised up because the future of the gospel and the expression in Bangladesh depends on getting those competent leaders
1: raised up to maturity. Yes. Especially, you no, know, we just make some kind of leaders who will be the second generation leaders and serve the different denominations faithfully and that's why we call leadership training we call committee members training camp for two weeks and also we have a several bible bible study groups those who are leading in a different um, areas and we just make them uh, second line leaders in order to serve this country in continuous process. And I guess a
0: long-term goal, a long-term vision is to have those leaders that have graduated from your program and they're working in their communities, in their churches, and eventually one day they'll be leaders of the nation. And you want to see leaders raised up to be an influence and when they carry with them the gospel, then that can affect a whole nation.
1: Yes, you are right. That's why while we are just serving to the different organizations, since they have come from our student ministry, so we have a good relationship. And while we call them uh, together and we are sharing the same vision, since they are um, roots from the student ministry, we just talk about our vision and we just come together a resolution that we can uh, change the nation. So that's way We are moving forward, and God is helping us to um, go in a very wonderful way. And you've got training camps for pastors.
0: You've got retreats, uh, those opportunities to train up tribal evangelists. No doubt, all of the dimensions that are necessary in church life to be able to establish a a place of influence and leadership for the future.
1: Yes. You know, just... uh, Bible Students Fellowship also partnering, we call Asian Access and Development Associate International. Asian Access, we are giving training for the mainland churches, pastors, the leadership. The leadership is based on not only from the Bible, what is happening around the world, around the country, and how the pastors are suffering and how they can be a channel of blessing. And that's practical sessions we conduct. And that helped the pastors to equip them and go back and serve the local churches. At the same time, we call master of arts in organization leadership is fully servant leadership. Is the training for different denominations? And while they come, they are not like a boss, they are a servant. So how Jesus wash the feet of the 12 12 disciples. Same way, the same mentality, they just grown up through Master of Arts in Organizational Leadership for three years course. So that way we are building up the new leaders for the different denominations. Uh,
0: Let me ask you, Peter, about servanthood in Australia because while you're trying to raise up those servant leaders in Bangladesh, I know that there are friends and partners for your ministry here in Australia. You're back in Australia now. You're looking to make a new friend or two. And there'll be those listening saying, well, here's a nation that really needs my help. Here's a mission organisation that could do with my support. How do you connect with Aussies? What do you say to Aussies when, you, yeah. when you're when you in front of them and you've got a, a free opportunity to say, <laughs> this is why you should support us? Some people will be wanting to
1: support you today. Here we have a partner. We call Wycliffe Australia. And our um, website is there. So if they go and they if they want to support this ministry, it's a wonderful opportunity to go through WycliffeAustralia.org Weclip.org www.weclip.org and that will help to connect with us. They can pray for us and time to time we are sending our uh, Bible translation uh, what is going on in Bangladesh and they can get and they can pray and also we have also huge need of Bible translation financial needs Uh, they can support for this ministry in Bangladesh. And so far as Aussies participating in
0: the team that you've got running there now in Bangladesh, uh, as I understand it, you've got teams that are coming from Australia and teaching English. So there's there's opportunities there
1: too. Yes. Actually, uh, our um, English department, uh, Elizabeth Baker, she is leading and she is from Gateway Baptist Church and she always leads this group and she is also looking some good English professional teachers who can help her to go in Bangladesh and teach the English uh, for this, our projects in Bangladesh, uh, Bible translation project. And so I imagine there's Aussies
0: who take some time to do that training in advance so that they can teach English as a second language mm. and that opens an opportunity to participate in the mission work.
1: Yes. And you know, this. I, I visited some places where they are helping this, Uh, some other countries people and there is opportunity if they connect with Wycliffe um, Australia then they can get this opportunity to come and serve it is like every year they can come four times a year or if they want to come three weeks it will be great help help, and we are our workshop is going on um, in February May August and September October or November sometimes different time but they can come and help us at least three weeks and work, one workshop and that will be a great help for us.
0: And are churches supportive of what you do because while you said in Bangladesh there's a little bit of division between Catholic and Protestant have you got a lot of support coming from various church organizations for the work you do?
1: Especially, you know, our country is a financially, we call, uh, we are not self supported. All the churches are relying upon some mission organizations. We support, we get support what we are doing. While we started our Bible Translation Project, we go all denominations. We explained, and they said, We are with you. If you need some worker, we'll give you. But financially, we cannot support. Uh, but, we are with you and we like to support prayerfully and also if you need any worker, we can support. That way we're getting
0: support. Well, I mentioned you're looking for some new friends on this visit to Australia. Peter Mazumdar is our guest. He's General Secretary of the Bible Students Fellowship of Bangladesh. It's part of the International Fellowship of Evangelical Students and that's an operation that works in something like 161 countries around the world. And there, it's also a ministry that's operating in universities all around Australia. Here's how you connect with Peter Mazumda, bsfb.org. That stands for Bible Students Fellowship of Bangladesh, bsfb.org. And he did mention Wycliffe Bible Translators, and you can connect with Wycliffe at Wycliffe.org. That's W-Y-C-L-I-F-F-E, Wycliffe.org. And with those major plans for those four new translations of the New Testament to be ready by October 2024. And then no doubt there'll be a new goal because there's another 70 languages that don't have the New Testament. Bangladesh, perhaps one of those areas, you might like to adopt. So bsfb.org. Peter Mazumda, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you very much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.